What's up, y'all? <laughs> it's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriter's Rant Room, <laughs> where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, Lisa, Lisa, just say it with me, 2016. Now you can turn it off. Okay. No, he's <laughs> right to me. I'm like, what? What am I doing? I'll be right back, folks. I left the AC on, y'all. Uh-oh. Um, <clears throat> it's hot out. You gotta I know, keep look. it on. So, you got the door open. <laughs> so, on this show, we discuss entertainment. TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That you can cuss on my show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da, you just disappeared. I just disappeared. <laughs> well, I just stepped to the side, pressed a button, and came right back. Exactly, I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm here. Looking like Pippi Long stocking with dreads. Oh, I hey, see hey, you. hey, hey, hey. I see you. Got your Prince I'm in my, shirt I'm on. in the morning. I've got my Sleepy Hollow yes. necklace. And I've got my Prince, uh, the the Prince shirt that I got for for at work that has snow. It's Prince and Snow. It but you know, look he's like a Christmas. It is. Prince it's it's my winter Prince gear that I, I wear at work. Okay. You know, because a fan since nineteen seventy eight, since mm-hmm. I was ten. You go hard. And I go hard. And so you know, he has that song. You know, sometimes snows in April. Yeah. And so I got my winter. This is my winter mm. Prince gear. You know what's one of my favorite? I don't know if you know the song. Okay. One of my top favorite Prince songs. It's like on a B roll, the B side. Last the, his lonely Christmas song. Yes, you ever heard that I song? I have not yes. heard that song. It, go Do look I, it up. I need to go look, look it up. Hey, hey, and shit. shout out to KCRW and Garth Trinidad. Have they been playing? He a lot? had uh, the day that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I had did the Octavia Butler. Um, I did a panel. I moderated a panel with Tanana Reeve Duve and Steve oh, Barnes right. at mm-hmm. Pasadena City College, where Octavia Butler went. And you know, driving in, you're thinking about and listening to Prince music. And of course, everybody's going to play the records. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you hear like mainstream radio. Of course, they're only going to start like mm-hmm. the '80s. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll play Purple Little Rain, Red Corvette, yes. Purple Rain, mm-hmm. and stuff. But mm-hmm. it was like. KCRW, they were digging in the crates. like, mm-hmm. cla- And then not only were they playing Prince stuff, but they were playing what we call it um, Prince Adjacent, which well, is oh, basically, people. you know, right. the yeah. time music, mm-hmm. Vanny Sick, like all these different groups mm-hmm. and mixing in. Like they did one song, they were they were mixing 777-9311 with Let's Work and some other stuff. Oh, really? And like, you know, they were really going. So you could tell the old head fans yes. from the new head fans mm-hmm. because they were playing B-sides. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited today because after we get done with the podcast later, I'm going to go uh, shout out to DJ Lene Denise. They're doing a special uh, B-side Prince party memorial oh, really? celebration oh, here in L.A. And then yeah. we're going to watch it's like two hours of music and then we're going to watch Under the Cherry Moon. Ah, love under. Is that wow. not like the what funnest way to celebrate? Yeah. You know. And hey, shout out to the Beyonce fans. She dropped mm-hmm. that new visual. Oh gosh, so I have not seen it yet. Oh my yes. god! You know, Is I'm it? a f- I'm not a Beyonce fan, but mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the Beehive. 
Really? Isn't that weird? Like to be a fan of the fandom because they go hard. Like I'm a I'm a a really big Rihanna fan. Oh, I love missing Rihanna. And like Rihanna to me is like the Prince, and like uh, Beyonce is like the Michael Michael Jackson. Yes, I can see. So you kind of have that that balance Uh and stuff. But I'm I'm a real Rihanna fan, and so don't that make sense? It does. It does. does, But I'm surprised that I've never heard of anyone not being a. That's because you haven't met me. (laughs) Okay, well today's the day. Just telling you, I am not a B, but. From the TL last night, mm-hmm. from the lemonade thing and the new stuff that's coming down, uh-huh. uh, Maybe this mind. type of might make me become a, a, a Beyonce fan. Oh. Like, she's been growing. I don't know who she's been hanging around with, what's mm-hmm. been going on in her life, but, you know, I'm not really into, like, pop music, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times her stuff was pop, but she's really digging deep, mm-hmm. and she's saying some things and some of some visuals, so, well, you know what? That that's maturity a little bit. Right? You know, yeah. it is, and I, I, I get it, and, and now she's actually doing music that I'm actually interested in hearing and listening mm-hmm. to, you know, you know, I've... I'm not old school, but, you know, I'm a joy, you know, yeah. Erica Badu, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of Michelle and Diego Cello, mm-hmm. you know, yes. the fringe. And I'm a Solange Knowles fan, mm-hmm. you know, oh, so okay. it's like I love those kind of fringe black women that are kind of like doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Beyonce, yeah, like I think Beyonce is moving in that direction and mm-hmm. I'm really excited for it. I'm I'm really more excited for her fans. So shout out that's to the Beehive. To the Beehive. So bee- bee- I didn't yeah. even know that that's what they were called. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's Rihanna's Navy and uh, the Beehive. Navy. Yeah, oh, she's got a Navy. Wow. Well, she did that movie, terrible yeah. movie, and they started calling oh, Rihanna's Navy. Yeah, what was it, oh. Battleship or something? We would not talk about that movie. <laughs> 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 the, the movie we don't speak of. Serena's like, I was in that movie, yeah. damn it. <laughs> that, which, were, you, you were you in there? I was not. Okay, very good. <laughs> and even if you were, I'd still talk shit about it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I have uh, Serena's Army. It's, oh, very good. I love that. It's just three people, but just, you know, you know what? You got to start. You got to start. <laughs> you got to start. We can fight. Yeah, <clears throat> so y'all know how we do it on the rant room. So if you guys are grown, let's get it in. So today... Mm-hmm. You got jazz, you got, I know you got jazz hands out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, today, jazz hands. <laughs> um, I need to introduce you yet. We got my girl here, Lisa Bolakaja. Oh, you guys know who I is? Well, somebody might have just tuned in. Oh, well, well, hello, you know, my name is Lisa Bolakaja. Yes. The, the past 100 episodes now. I'm oh, like, I know. Oh, I know. We're yes. actually dropping episode 100. Tomorrow. Okay. Yes. That's, that's cool. That's, that's going to be a good episode, too. Yes. Yeah. Apologies to the fan because we, we, yes. we said, we said, get well, Prince, and then he died on me. Oh, so, oh yeah. God. But anywho. Hey. <clears throat> um, so that's Lisa Bodakaja. Mm-hmm. We call her the street nerdist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why we call you that? Because I'm Sophista Ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> you got to use that one, too. Okay. Well, am I? <laughs> no, I can come to you in academic stances and, and bring you the stuff that you need to hear. And, then and we can, And we can get... We can take these earrings off, pull out the Newport cigarettes, oh, I love this. kick off the shoes, and get into it. Yeah. If need be. If, if need, need be. be. I love if that. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all here, that's Lisa Bolakaja. Mm-hmm. So our guest today is our new friend, uh, Serena Fialo. Is that you say? Yeah, you can say Fialo or uh-huh. Fialo in Spanish. Fialo? Oh, she mm-hmm. going to go there with, with the R's. <laughs> it's just the double L. Yeah, you know? the double L. But I say Fialo. Mm-hmm. You say Fialo? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. I'm going to keep it like that. Okay. <laughs> so if you say Fialo, it sounds Italian, but you say Fialo. Well, what's Spanish. super interesting is that my mom is Italian, my dad is Cuban, but his name must come from somewhere yes. in uh, Italy because... Yes. That's an Italian. What an mm-hmm. awesome mix, mm-hmm. Cuban yeah. Italian. Mm. I know. So okay. when you said okay. the thing about taking the earrings yes. off, I get that. Yes. You know what I mean? She's like I've done it yeah, a couple yeah, times. Yeah. Yes. I'm also from Miami. Yeah. So. Yes. There you go. <laughs> you had to set a couple girls straight on the on, yeah. the, on the on the playground. Didn't you? A little feisty. I wear a dress, but <laughs> yes, yeah. I will hike that bird up to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll catch you, bitch. I'll catch you. <laughs> 
So we got Serena uh, Fierro. Fialo. Fialo. Yeah. See, I, I was trying to up. do the R's okay. in there. It's all right. Fialo. Mm-hmm. Um, actress. Yeah. Writer. Producer. And now director. I yes, I directed. Oh, a triple threat. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm trying to be like me. That's all. <laughs> I directed for the first time last year mm-hmm. a short that me and my writing partner wrote. Good. Um, sort of an experimental thing. I was asked to do it. I didn't. I didn't ever think about directing, mm-hmm. but it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Actually, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's it's very, and we both have done it. It's very. Uh, What's the word I want to use? You have to really be on your P's and Q's. You do. Were you acting in at the same time? I was not. Okay, because no. that makes it even worse. Yeah, I'm no, sure. no, no. I did not want to do that. Mm-hmm. I felt like that would have been way too much on my plate. Um, mm-hmm. But I just felt like, especially, you know, when you don't have a super huge budget, mm-hmm. it all the no, really? fault <laughs> you had a, falls on you. You had a KFC budget, is okay, what you're no. trying to tell us. <laughs> Pizza for 10. Okay. Yeah, exactly. If something goes wrong, even if it's not your fault, it is your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like that aspect mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> but I did enjoy directing, and it was a it was a really cool learning experience. So I'm going to take a break from it for now mm-hmm. and keep writing and stuff and see what happens. But uh, Well, that's always the interesting thing that I always found. I mean, I've directed many things. Mm. You know, some for an okay budget, you mm-hmm. know, but never like the budget that I wanted to right, on. Of course. <clears throat> so you're always like limited, limited. Yes. You're always limited <laughs> on something. And yeah. I always be wondering, you know, it always turns out good, but I'm always like, man, if I had a real budget with mm-hmm. that fucking 20 foot crane the way I want instead yeah. of the 12 foot, yeah. you know what I mean? Just all kind of things that you wish you really could have had. I just wish I know? could have lobster for the crew. <laughs> That's my thing. Because then they'd be happy and they'd do whatever I said. Yes. She gets us lobster. Yeah. We'll stay another five hours. I don't care how bad this thing is. She gets us lobster. Uh, What about people who are allergic to to seafood? Well, you know, steak. Where my steak at? Yeah. Oh, I didn't say there wasn't going to be steak. Surf and turf. Uh, That's what's up. Surf and turf. Surf and turf. So, um, Serena, let's, let's just tell the kids a little bit about who you are and where you're from, and then we'll spend time talking about what you do. Okay. Well, I'm from Miami, Florida. That's enough. Uh, okay. <laughs> and we're moving on to what I do. Um, yeah. And uh, I moved to New York first for about a year, and then that was sort of a bridge. And then I went back to Miami. Um, were you always acting um, back then? Um, no. I started – oh, my gosh. Oh, you want to start from birth? That's no, no. Story. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't start acting until high school. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know, I just kind of got the bug after a play. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just shortly moved to L.A. after because my best friend was moving here. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want to stay in Miami. And I knew mm-hmm. that I couldn't really do a lot there. And so I just moved out here and kind of been – you know, seeing what happens ever since, mm-hmm. sort of like googly eyed, like wandering around the streets of Los Angeles, like <laughs> hoping to do work, you know, and okay. luckily I've been able to. So yeah, you've been doing pretty good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you haven't been in the game that long then. How long has it been? Um, I guess like seven years now. Seven so, years? I mean, a good amount of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I would have thought you'd been in it a lot longer with the way your resume is starting to oh, grow. Oh, well, thank you. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no, not, not at all. Actually, um, coincidentally, the show that I just did, mm-hmm. Replay, um, with Tyler James see, Williams. See, I see trying to plug it like that. She's singing right there. ABC. Um, always be closing it. <laughs> she know, calls him Tyler. Uh-huh. Like, that's her cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyler. Um, no, my first my first TV job ever was with him on Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, okay, I had okay. like one line. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I, I didn't see him 
for however many years it's been, like seven, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, you're never going to remember me, but um, hi, we did a sh- it was my first show. And I was like a bumbling <laughs> idiot. He's the nicest person in the world. Oh, yeah. He's so cool. He didn't remember but me. Stuff. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that was my first job. And then ever since then, I've just been like, Now she's one of the stars on the show. Ain't that a bit? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, you want them. You, you got your little like third, fourth. Filling in there somewhere. Yeah, so it's yeah, right. yeah. Third, you know, it's it's cool. It's mm-hmm. it's a super fun show. So yeah. So then I just moved out here and you know got representation and mm-hmm. started uh, d- did a lot of commercials. Still do a lot of commercials. I, I have read you've done over like fifty commercials. Yeah. that is. Yeah. And she has a great face. I yeah. have to say that. Definitely. Like, you Thank know, I'm you. really I watch a lot of films and one of my problems is like they get a lot of people who like they look Hollywood mm-hmm. and I like people who look like regular people, like gorgeous people, mm-hmm. but they look like regular gorgeous people. Mm-hmm. You're like not regular, but oh, it's like no. gorgeous in that I'm way that's like, like that's a natural mm-hmm. beauty. You know, cuz someone looks Thank like the you. artifice of some mm-hmm. people's, you know. She's not your typical She's actress, not. the blonde and all that. You know, stuff. and I'm so happy to see more of those type of faces coming out because as a person who's a cinephile who loves film, one of the things and we will go in later when we talk about <laughs> digging in deep. the abomination. <laughs> that was the movie Nina. Mm-hmm. I'm just oh, saying, oh, but I'm just saying it's like when you try to oh, look. You finally like, saw it. Oh, child, please. Oh boy. And it, <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, you missed my live tweet. Yeah, She's got words. But no, it's like I I really appreciate really great faces. Like one of the shows that you know I love, Outsiders. Mm-hmm. Like Outsider has a lot of great women with great. Like I call them those classic 70s faces, Mm -hmm. which is those rich, Mm -hmm. unique faces where, you know, like you would stand out. Like if you were walking by a room with women, I would recognize and remember your face as opposed to, you you know, Mm -hmm. Hollywood types. They all look like somebody else. They kind of look like somebody else, but it's like you have one of those distinct faces. Thanks. I appreciate that. No, it's good. I love Mm -hmm. that. And as a writer, I look for those type of faces and, you know, that kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. I I appreciate you give good face, girl. Oh, thank (laughs) you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Apparently I can sell stuff. Yes. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's been such a fun thing for me because um, I've been able to explore all these different types of, of characters mm-hmm. in, in commercials and um, not a lot of people see it that way, but but I, I love that. I've been so many different types of people. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Booking, because I probably have done about, maybe about 20 commercials in my life. I mean, I don't act anymore, but mm-hmm. back in the day, when before you was born. <laughs> um, shut up, girl. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you were thinking it, though. Yes, I was. <laughs> um what do you think you you do differently than others that's getting you booked? That's booking. Why do you think you're booking? What do you What are you finding in like, general have, with yeah, commercials? Have you found particularly in commercials? Particularly in commercials yeah, what, because what I will say it's a very different world. Mm-hmm. Um, the theatrical world versus the commercial world for me, um, there's so much more pressure mm-hmm. going into a room. And, you know, when you have these lines and you want to do them right and there's so much pressure to do it right and what do they want Mm -hmm. instead of kind of just bringing you and your sort of essence and that thing that people want um, want to have around. Because I think that that's part of the game Mm -hmm. is just being a person that people want to be with for more than 24 hours Mm -hmm. because you're on a set for so many hours in a day. Mm -hmm. You don't want some you know, <laughs> horrible person mm-hmm. to hang around that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I go in for commercials, typically you don't get the sides beforehand. Yep. And you have to make these really organic choices just right away. Mm-hmm. And that to me is really less threatening. Okay. Because I'm just like, well, it's going to be different because I didn't practice this. So whatever mm-hmm. I go in with, there's no judgment. 
And so, so I'm taking the pressure off. Yeah, yourself. it takes That's the good. pressure off. Okay. So I kind of just go in, and even if there are there are sides beforehand, I kind of won't look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the board in there, really? so you can glance if you want, mm-hmm. and you go in there uh, just with whatever your personality is for the day, however you feel, however you want it address. Mm-hmm. There's not really a lot of specific. Uh, things with it. So I don't know. It just, it, it's been easier for me mm-hmm. um, in that world. But uh, I mean, I love both, mm-hmm. but it's scary. It could be so scary. Mm-hmm. I still get terrified going into auditions. Mm. Um, it's, 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 it's fun, but uh, I don't think I'll ever be calm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like those people like staring at the wall, like going over the lines, like going over the lines in their head. That's not me. Mm-hmm. I'll put on music or something to like relax. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's so scary. It's a it's a it's a process though. Mm-hmm. And you know from being on the other side, sitting behind the, the, the seat. Oh my god, it's you try you try to make people yeah, you try to make people feel as comfortable as possible. You try. Because really that's what you're looking for. It's like, you know, you know, even if you have sides, sometimes you know one of the things they say is don't use the sides that you're actually using for the project. Mm-hmm. Use something different, approximation. Sure. And you're really just looking for that spark, that just something. And I have to admit, like, you feel it the moment it comes in. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we yeah. got 10 minutes and like, well, maybe this. No, you know it the moment they open their mouth. Mm-hmm. When you look at them, mm-hmm. like, you see it. Because mm-hmm. I just remember being at Film Independent when we'd have auditions and I'd be sitting there and, mm-hmm. you know, you walk in, you see them all doing their lines mm-hmm. and stuff. And you just sit there and you're just like, pray for them, Lord. Some of them, this is like, <laughs> yeah. this is going to be their make or break moment. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some of them come in so nervous. And there's just some people who just come in and just, it's that. You hate to say it's that it thing, but it's just something that you just sense it. You know? But I've learned, and I'm, I'm curious, since we have an actress on the show, mm-hmm. do you find the more you book, the more comfortable you are auditioning? Absolutely. Or, or, or has it... Yeah, no, absolutely, because okay. the pressure is off. And like mm-hmm. once you book something... You know, you feel okay about it mm-hmm. monetarily. That's mm-hmm. one thing. You also wait a minute, feel... wait a minute. Where is my ten percent? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I can feel. Uh, I'm counting fifty. I got you a red vine. I should be rolling by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a different game I know, now. Trust me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> when I was acting, they, they would air for two, three oh, years. And yeah, was, and yeah. there were only there's like so so many less networks. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like internet, and you barely get paid yep. for mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, you should be rich," and I'm like, "No." Nope. <laughs> no, you have no idea. <laughs> if this was the eighties or the early nineties, maybe you'd be doing pretty good. <laughs> the game has changed, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, um, it does take the pressure off, mm-hmm. and and you sort of feel like okay, I did do something right. Somebody likes me for some reason because mm-hmm. you you tend to question yourself if you go. I mean, as actors, we go months, sometimes years, without booking anything, mm-hmm. and you're not doing anything different. Mm-hmm. But you think that you are, and you get in your head, and then you try to please mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and there's that whole, like, what can I do to make it right? Yes, yes, sir, no, sir. And it's, you know, you lose your essence, you lose your personality, mm-hmm. and that's the sad part. Right. So I think, yeah, the more you work, the easier it is to get work, because... It's that comfortability. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to know that on the other side, there are some people that are trying to make you comfortable because some people don't care. Oh yeah, like, it's like, like they may rooms. start. They may start off early, but then when the hours start rolling oh, yeah. through and they start, start getting, getting tired, time for lunch, yes. the sugar's mm-hmm. gone low, and yes. you're just like, okay, just come in and get it over. Yes. With, yeah, you know? yeah. And sometimes it's not even your fault because yeah. you your your blood sugar's low. You want you want your sandwich. Right. You can't get it. You got to see this last girl. I'm the last girl. <laughs> you know, I'm it's not going to get the job. However, <laughs> how, I'm telling you, I've sat in probably over 200 you know castings, right, mm-hmm. as a producer or whatever, and I always trip on 
you get to the end of the day and you're like, and the casting director's like, I know you guys are going to be exhausted by the, but oh. I got this girl, kind of just want you to see her. Oh, yeah. And she's almost always the one who gets the part. Oh, yeah. Swear to God. Oh, I love almost that. All the, so remember I that. I talk to my agents. That late 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, whatever time <laughs> mm-hmm. you know you're the last one. Oh. We're all antsy to get out, yeah. but we're antsy to see who that person was. I don't mind being the you last I mean? one. I like being the first one, and I like being the last one. It's in the middle somewhere yes. that I'm just like, I yes. don't know about this. I'm going to get lost. What, what is it about being the first one in that... that Nobody knows what they want yet. They think they know what they want, right. but they're not That's sure. True. And I feel like every time I've been first to go in, I'll either be on hold mm-hmm. or they'll be like, they really liked you, but they want you to come back because now they kind of know what they want. Right. They set the precedent. So, right. yeah. You know what I mean? They come in, they kill and you're like, well, we might as well stop here. Yeah. But then or you go, well, bring... we still got 40 more girls to look at. And yes. everybody else, you're going, she ain't like the first girl. She ain't like the first girl. Yeah. She ain't like the first girl. And she kind of had... Uh, no, shame like the first I think there's it something to seeing the first thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or the first person or the first painting. There's always something about it that is going to resonate with you and be very special. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, unless they're terrible. And, then, <laughs> and then in that case, you're like, well, we and don't want happened. that. Yes. We do not want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I, I love being first. It's like the guinea pig. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problem going in. It's, it's, uh, it's the middle that, that concerns mm-hmm. me. Because mm-hmm. then you're just like, nah, you know. The last person I think is probably the best, though. Let me ask you. So one of the reasons that we were talking off, off mic earlier, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because I love, and Lisa and I talk about it all the time, mm-hmm. progression. Mm-hmm. You know, you go from being an actor to being a writer to being a director to being a producer, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah. we live in a world today where you have to be that hyphenate. You have to. <clears throat> People think, oh, I'm just an actor. I'm just a writer, just whatever. But you will get left behind if you don't follow what's going on now. Yep. You know what I mean? So how did that transition happen for you that you decided to do that? Um, well, it's interesting. You know, I was booking commercials. And, and again, I was terrified going into theatrical auditions. So mm-hmm. that was a little bit hard for me. I didn't really know where I stood or, or what I offered. Offered. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I was uh, a little bit different looking from people in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I fell into this weird category and I didn't know what that meant for me. And so me and my writing partner sort of had the same issue. Mm-hmm. And so we just started writing together. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that also takes the pressure off a little bit because you second guess yourself a lot when you have to write alone. At least mm-hmm. I do because I didn't go to school for it or anything. Sure. And but we had all these ideas that we wanted to express, and so we started with a web series Good. called The Sopranos, mm-hmm. not to be confused with The Sopranos. <laughs> S-U-B. Um, right. Sub. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so we started doing that, and then people really enjoyed it, and we were like, oh, okay, maybe we can actually do this. Right. So. We just started writing stuff that we would want to be in, mm-hmm. that we wanted our friends to be in, so that we can work with our friends when we had downtime mm-hmm. and we can write together so our brains didn't, you know, just sit there and mm-hmm. sedentary and twiddle our thumbs and wait for our agents to call. Like, I'm just idle hands. I'm just not about so tell it. Tell everybody who your writing partner is. Right. My she, writing partner is Chrissy too. Fit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's in Pitch Perfect 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she's, um, high school, not high school musical. That's the that's the thing that started the musical yeah. stuff for Disney. She's a Teen Beach uh, movie, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she's she's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. We we came out here um, from Miami, mm-hmm. and and we just like we love it. And now we've written features, and um, now you know we're trying to get into into doing pilots, so we're pitching Good. stuff. And mm-hmm. but for us, because we want to be in, we want to be in it, and we mm-hmm. want to and we want to do it, and. You know, we're also cool to be behind the scenes and stuff, but um, 
But yeah, we've we've done a lot of stuff together. So it's exciting. We just hate sitting around. Mm-hmm. Right. And so much of this town is like just waiting for that phone call. That's true. And we cannot do it. That's true. Right. Yeah. That's so true. I, I just encourage everybody to do it because mm-hmm. um, people that get they get into a funk or they or they get discouraged and they want to st- try something different or do mm-hmm. something else and um, they lose hope. And I think that you have to, if you want to stay in this business, you have mm-hmm. to try a different avenue. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what we did. And then it helps you. It actually has helped me so much as an actor because now when I read something that someone else has written, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I see what they're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. I see the intent. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really helpful for me in that way too. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like we just did a um, a panel. I'm, I'm on three different committees at the Writers Guild, mm. and one of them I'm on the Education Committee. We just did one on writing web series and producing web series. Yeah. And <clears throat> one of the things, and you know, I talk about it all the time. A lot of young writers who and filmmakers who make web series don't realize they can actually turn their web series into a Writers Guild signatory. Oh. Yeah. And you only need to pay yourself. It just has to be more than zero. Oh. So you have to have an LLC. Uh-huh. The thing is like five, it's very simple, like five right. steps that you have to That's do. so interesting. Really, really simple. And you could be the producer and the writer and the actor and all that stuff. And you just make your company signatory to the Writers Guild. You agree to pay yourself pension in the event that it ever does it. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like all those things like that. So oh. I think seven or eight young yeah. writers that I've gotten in from writing their web series now. Uh-huh. So I would encourage you. Oh, absolutely. I didn't and know. You can that talk was to me thing. again whenever yes, you guys please. do another one, or if you do season two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let me know and we'll yeah. I'll, I'll connect you with all that. Oh yeah, I mean um, we're I mean we're always we're always we have like so many ideas and that's the that's a that's the beauty of web series mm-hmm. now. It's like it doesn't your show doesn't have to be on network television for people to see it. That's true. And and there are all these weird ideas and things that aren't super mainstream mm-hmm. that people can put mm-hmm. online now or even on your phones. There's just so many different avenues for mm-hmm. it. And so um yeah, it's just so much better, I think, than it was than it used to be, mm-hmm. and and now all these web series are right. becoming shows on television. Even yeah. you know you got Broad City, mm-hmm. it's amazing, Idiot Sitter, mm-hmm. um, Awkward Black Girl. I mean, all yeah. of them. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah. There's just uh, yeah. There's so much to do. So I just encourage people that that get discouraged to just keep <laughs> keep doing it and be like, oh, I can't write. But you have ideas. You just it's, you just have to sit down and start writing. Just journal. Do whatever. I say mm-hmm. do whatever. But see, the problem is people always think, well, I don't have $5 million to make a series. You don't need $5 million to make a series. You see what I mean? But what, what Lisa and I always try to encourage everybody to do is think about what are your resources you have. Exactly. Okay, like you guys. You you shot the Sopranos. Yeah, you had Gorilla an apartment. Style. You had an apartment. Yeah. you're like, okay, we'll get somebody yeah. to direct. We'll shoot it in our mm-hmm. apartment. You know what I mean? Yeah. You use the resources you have, but people yeah. don't think like that. So mm-hmm. you write toward your resources. Yep. You know, instead they go, well, we don't have an office, or we don't have whatever. Like, don't it doesn't take place at an office. It doesn't. <laughs> you know what it, I mean? You, that's why you have to think outside the box. Like, what's the what's the simplest way I can do this? Mm-hmm. How can I? What can I do in a room? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what people are looking to do now anyway. That's why horror films are so mm-hmm. uh, they're they're made constantly because they try to do things in one room or one small yep. area and it's just like the psychological thriller and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So oh, Lisa, was that you in your that one horror short you did with the um what is it, the um the Mexican uh what do you call it? What the wrestlers? Now, what do you call it? Your horror movie you did? Oh, the little sh- the the little fish things that we had that we, we remember. You guys were shooting downtown, and you stole that shot with with the the, the woman in the outfit. Oh yeah yeah What's yeah that? yeah yeah. La, La Llorona. Tell, tell her about that. So that's yeah, funny. it was like 
what are my crazy ideas? This is, this is, this she is was what, trying to do a gorilla shot. I'll be yeah. doing gorilla stuff all the time. Like we, I forgot what park we went to that had like a lake, um, but it was like a shallow lake. And mm-hmm. so I had this idea, like I could have this girl walk and it looked like she's walking across water. Mm-hmm. So I had brought boots Ooh. from my job, like rubber rain boots and stuff. So we was out there. Stu- like, is anybody coming? But anyway, there was one scene where I said, you know what? Let's just freaking go to East LA mm-hmm. and go stand on the corner and we'll stand across the street and you just stand there and we'll just catch reactions of different people and then we'll blur their faces or whatever, but mm-hmm. to kind of get the stuff. And I remember this guy when his family was walking by and like, my, you know, the girl, looked, she was scary. Like we had the serious horror <laughs> makeup on. Like I bought like the white, you know the contact lenses that makes everything Ooh. look like, like you know we went and, and she was like a like a Mexican um, yeah she was yeah yeah like, like their their yeah. folklore yeah it? it's La Llorona that yeah one. yeah the crying woman and and basically we went to the thrift store and got some mm-hmm. people who did like this girl's job was getting people like the free like <laughs> I went to like a makeup school and said look. That's not Y'all won't get paid. People don't know that. Yes. You won't get paid, but we'll feed you. You'll get a credit. Mm-hmm. We just need people who want who want to do special effects horror makeup. And mm-hmm. people jumped just to do it, mm-hmm. to get the opportunity to put something in there. And I said, this is what I want. Make it happen. And okay, and give them a little money. Go get some stuff. And then now here's our little budget to get stuff. But I just remember, we're just going to go to East L.A. on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And afterwards, we'll all go to a Mexican restaurant and get some food. That'll be like our food shot, whatever. You know, get some <laughs> roll tacos and stuff. Something cheap. <laughs> and I remember her standing there and like, people were walking by and it was just we were just doing it it was just we're gonna steal this shot mm. you know we ain't gonna worry about permits and all that stuff because mm. by the time you get through that you know what fuck it just go get it and i'm from the cross street and i'm like go 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 pro camera pro camera <laughs> and you know and people were walking by freaking out you know mm-hmm. and one dad walked by like you should be ashamed of yourself there are oh. children walking around here oh, and i was like did you get that on tape, <laughs> we, get that on tape? <laughs> we can use that, that for the commercial yeah. we can use that for the trailer you should be ashamed that there are children walking by here and just get those reaction shots but it's just sometimes you just have to like fuck it, just go mm-hmm. take the shot and like take a risk. Yeah, take a risk, and mm-hmm. and that's how I decided I I wanted to get into directing was me and my friends would make these crazy homemade videos, mm-hmm. and some of them were actually funny. I think I have one that's on YouTube from when YouTube first got started, and we <laughs> threw it up there, so it's probably buried. Mm-hmm. But it was just random like friends goofing off. Yeah. People were funny, and it was like our conversations is like, well, let's just write some dialogue. Well, mm-hmm. no, let's just do. Here's the scenario. Just talk how we normally do. And mm-hmm. one of the first ones we did was actually really funny. And I thought, well, shit, maybe I can direct. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you're just kind of telling people what to do, okay, and look mm-hmm. at the shot. And, and then you just do it. And I think now, because like you said, mm-hmm. you have to start making your material because you're going to be sitting at home waiting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then nothing's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so glad, especially for women actresses who are now – I'm an actress, but you know what? I'm going to direct and write my stuff mm-hmm. and then create a network of friends. Because, you know, let's think about it. Most of the people that are making the successes, that's how they bring all their buddies in. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? There, that's why there was such a thing back in the 60s and the 50s as the Rat Pack. Like, yep. you had right. your buddies, mm-hmm. you made your projects, you get your buddies in the movies. You mm-hmm. know? Same thing's happening now. Correct. But now I think a lot of people who had never really thought that they could be that, they need to start owning that and calling themselves that. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm a producer. You know, I'm a creative force. Well, one one of the things producer. that we hate the most is when young writers, actors, directors, whatever, like, well, I'm an aspiring. Yeah. Writer. Like, right. claim that shit. If you've been working on it, studying it, yeah. mm-hmm. you're doing it. Right. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? And, 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 right. and there is such a need for that network, that group of people, because not only is it good to to help out your, your fellow actor or writer or director, but you can rely on these people. You mm-hmm. know you can. And sometimes it's hard to take a risk, especially if you don't have a lot of money mm-hmm. and you can't, right. you know, you, you want to make sure that you're utilizing whatever money you do have in people that are going to help make this work. Mm-hmm. And, and in what you were saying before, it's like um, you'd be surprised 
how sometimes you can just ask someone for a favor and Thank you're like you. so yeah. afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, people just want to help sometimes. Look, I would go to this restaurant all the time. And finally, I just said, we just need a place that's like a restaurant. And so I knew two places. Mm-hmm. And I went to both restaurants. One place was, he was so sweet. I, it's closed down now, but it was a, a black guy who was married to a Filipino woman. Mm-hmm. And they had like a Filipino restaurant in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> so I would walk two blocks down and go get my ponce and my lumpia. And then, you know, because my family, we lived in Manila for years. My dad was in the military. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that homey atmosphere. And they had a great Restaurant, and then there's another place that was like um, an East African restaurant I went to all the time. And basically, I just said, "Fuck it, let me just go ask them." Like, look, I just need two days. Can I rent the facilities? And the one building was a little bit too expensive in the days that I want. And the other restaurant was like, "Hey, we were planning on going to close down and go do a party thing anyway, catering a party." Mm-hmm. You can gladly have the restaurant for the whole day. No mm-hmm. one's going to be oh there. Gosh, Whatever so you nice. need, electricity, all of that. But see, here's the trip. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how many of those you everybody actually has. Yes. And I t- always tell everybody, there's a coffee shop you go to all the time. Right. There's a deli. There's something you do in your little small town saying, mm-hmm. well, we don't have this and we right. don't have that. But you go there. You know the manager. You right. know the owner. Ask them, bitch. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> you drive by Hollywood, that one place that, um, uh, what's his name, did... Um, Tarantino, the restaurant, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Jimmy's yeah, Diner, yeah. that's always it's rented. It's not even oh, yeah. 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 And it's a like, restaurant. Yeah, and it was like, oh, I might have to rent that. And that thought of, just go to the place I always go yeah. to. I spent buku money coming in here for years. Mm-hmm. What is it going to hurt to ask the establishment you always go to and say, look, this is what I need. Can you do it? Yeah. You know? And, and they we- were like, yeah, we'll throw in food too. What? You feed us? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. And we'll give you a cra- whatever you want. And it was like, if I had not opened my mouth and asked that, exactly. it would never have happened. So you do have these resources that are you all do. around you. And you don't even know it. And you know what's sometimes so easy is just, they're like, okay, yeah, if you tweet about it or if you Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's it? Yeah. Yeah, because they just want more business. So it's mm-hmm. one day for them. Yep. Versus the rest of their, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. lives having whatever establishment you're yeah. borrowing, mm-hmm. and and then you get your and friends to retweet placement. it, and it's, yeah, exactly. that's what you want. Exactly. It gives you production. It's so value. much easier now. Yes. So especially with social media, like you can just hey, hey do right. that, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's so great. let's talk about. Mm-hmm. So you, you so you worked on a couple of TV shows, a yeah. couple of movies. Mm-hmm. So and you actually pro- co-produced one one of the movies, right? I did. Yeah. Which one was that one? Uh, it's called Killing Poe. Okay. And I was actually this is how social media works. Uh, the director of that movie, his name's Nathan Jacobs. He Facebooked me oh, really? and said that he was watching this show that I was on called Good Luck Charlie mm-hmm. with his kids, and that he thought I would be perfect for this role in his movie. Okay. And. In my, you know, the creep factor comes out a little mm-hmm. bit in that, and you go, <laughs> you're hitting me up on Facebook. Wait a minute, right, right, right. Right. Like, a, like a random person right. in the universe. But, um, but you know, I was like, well, I'll read the script, you know. So I read the script. I thought it was amazing, mm-hmm. and I told my manager, and I was like, hey, I kind of think I want to do this movie. Like, what do you think? And so we were talking about it, and then I, I started having conversations with the director, mm-hmm. and we talked on the phone, and he's like, okay, so here's my budget. Here's what I want to do. Um, I have to shoot it in Chicago. And I was like, okay, great. Um, so who, who do you have in mind for these other characters? Cause it's very much an ensemble piece. Right. And he's like, well, we're going to probably go into, um, into production soon. And we have this amount of money. So you're probably going to cast in Chicago yeah, is what he's thinking. Yeah. About. And yeah. I was like, I have friends that would be perfect for these roles. <laughs> Let me just see if they're willing to do it for this amount. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go from there. 
I cast all my friends in, in all five parts. <laughs> okay. Wow. And they all have their own unique followings. Mm-hmm. And it was super helpful. And they ended up doing it. And it was one of the greatest experiences I think we've all ever had wow. in, in terms of yeah. being together. And like we were there for five or six weeks um, in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just we bonded so much. And, and the movie, you know, it. It's it's gone through some fest it's gone through the festival circuit. Okay. Um hopefully it'll come out at some point. But <laughs> but the bottom line is we had so much fun. It's it's a great film. Um I got to be a part of it in that way. Mm-hmm. And again, just asking favors. Yeah. When when the when the content is good or mm-hmm. when the material is good, people just want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it doesn't matter how much you're going to get paid right. or, or anything. Right. Um, as long as you know, you're going to have a good time and it's going to be fulfilling. And I don't know. I just think that that's really cool. And so that's how I got involved in that. And hopefully we'll do something else soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some ideas for some, for some other features. He's a really, really brilliant writer. So Yeah. I love that. You're like, hey, I've got some friends. Yeah. And Why boom. not work yeah. with your friends right. rather than... But see, that's producing. Right. That's yeah. why you that's got that producer. Yeah. Right. Like, what yeah. Me? like, I produced the cast, okay? Yeah. So I should get a casting directing uh, credit to yeah. cast the yes. And then what was fun was I got I got to see a lot of the rough cuts and give my point of view mm-hmm. and, and what I thought and the music mm-hmm. and, and all of that and... That's actually what I enjoyed the most about directing the short was doing the music. Mm. I had all my friends uh, who are musicians mm-hmm. throw me some ideas Smart. and be part of it. Right. And, and, you know, so it was sort of all encompassing. And I love that. I just, I love helping people and people helping me and just working mm-hmm. together to get something done because it's hard. This is such a hard industry. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's move on to. Okay. The new show, Replay. Let's talk about that. How did it come to you and tell the kids what it's about? Okay. So, um, I mean, it just came to me through my managers as a simple audition, Mm -hmm. and I went out for it. And then, um, you know, a month later, which is not typically how long it takes to get a call back, I got a call back. And I was in the room with uh, Sean Dumpy-Wolf, who is um, the Mm co-creator and writer, and uh, we, we might get him on the show. We're working oh, on you! Oh, you should. He's so yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And Laura Murphy, the mm-hmm. director, brilliant director. Um, and I just felt like in the room doing the audition that we would be friends. Yeah, and yeah. that's always the nicest feeling because yes. then you leave going, well, I may not get that role, but that was such a fun audition, right. and I felt Isn't great about, about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and then again, it, I think it was like three weeks to a month before I knew that I booked it, hmm. and um, and then it, they, you know, it was you only very did one quick. audition. Well, no, I, I did the one audition with the casting director, okay. and then I then went in to see that. them, okay. and then and then yeah, and then they called me, and it was a very quick turnaround between the call and me going to Atlanta for a month, mm-hmm. um, and we were just you know there for a month, and uh, Lindsay Fonseca who plays the lead, mm-hmm. and Tyler James Williams, they're the most glorious people in the world. Mm-hmm. We had four weeks to shoot 12 episodes. Um, Jesus. Yeah. They're like so, 10 minutes. They're like 10 minute episodes. Well, right? the first one's 18 and I think okay. the last one's about 18 and mm-hmm. then most of them are 10 to 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. And we were doing 10 to 12 pages a day, Oof. but everyone was just on it and, and everyone was excited to be mm-hmm. there. It's like that same kind of thing. Can and, you tell everyone the premise of the show? So they sure, know sure. Yeah. So, uh, 
Lindsay Fonseca plays Allison, who um, is preparing for her 25th birthday party, mm-hmm. and she's an aspiring DJ, and she wants to throw this like epic warehouse party, <laughs> and she wants to invite uh, these two club promoters, Vegas promoters, Sven and Sophie, who are very widely known, because she wants to get a residency in Vegas. Mm. And so she's like, if I throw this kick-ass party and I invite them and I show them my my track, like they'll definitely give me a residency. Mm-hmm. But what happens is everything goes wrong. She she gets really nervous up there, and so she like never plays the track. She gets <laughs> in a fight with uh, her friends, mm-hmm. um, Nate and Sasha, who's mm-hmm. who I play. And um, it's just the worst day ever, basically. Disastrous Mm. birthday, everything goes wrong. So at the end of the night, she's sitting on the floor with her cake. She blows out her candles, and she wishes that she could get another chance to do this day again. And she gets 25 more chances. So it's a time loop series. It's it's like Groundhog Day. She's like reliving... But with the DJ and stuff. But DJ, DJ. come on. It's 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the thing is, so as as the episodes go on, people start to realize that the day is repeating. So she's not the only person that that notices. Okay. So then, like, so then, like, um, Nate, Tyler's character, starts to notice. I start to notice. So then we start, like, living in this world where we're like, oh my God, are there no consequences? Can we do whatever we want? And then the next Every day, day it starts all over it again. Yeah. 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 So it gets a little bit dark. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. I like that. That's yeah. a really cool concept. Yeah. Especially when, you know, it's not just the one person, but other people know. Like, exactly. Because usually and it's from that point yeah, of view. Yeah, point of view, like, oh my God. And you're trying to convince people, what are you talking about? This is not the same day. Mm-hmm. I didn't say this. And it's like when you have a bunch of people and then you start manipulating yes. your reality. And I yep. love those type of stories. Yeah. Wait till you, wait till you see. See what <laughs> Is anybody bitch slapping anybody and then like well, what <laughs> tell somebody off what you've always wanted to say and next yep. day I never said that right exactly I have like, a feeling you said something to me like we've had this conversation no, before no 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 I don't know what you're talking well, about me. That's awesome. That's awesome. And tell them what network this is on. So you can find it on Go90, which is Mm -hmm. an app uh, you have to download on your phone. The Mm -hmm. first episode's available on YouTube so that you can get into it and then be like, I want to see more. Right. Okay. Um, And then you can watch it on there, which is another amazing avenue that mm-hmm. is now the new thing where people are just watching stuff on their phones. I mean, you're on your phone constantly anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So you might as well watch a show mm-hmm. and like learn something instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, Snapchatting. I never thought I would be that person that would did, do that. Yeah, I was, like, like, I was always like, I was like, yes, like, I'm like, they got to be on a big TV and mm-hmm. now I've gotten to the point where now I'm like, I'm watching everything on my computer mm-hmm. uh-huh. and now it's like, now I'm watching things on my phone mm-hmm. and it's like, and it's those little things, it's those little short, you know, a lot of times like the YouTube, the the web series things mm-hmm. that are short mm-hmm. and because of my my addiction to binge watching <laughs> you know it's so easy just to watch them really quick and then yeah. share them with friends it's mm-hmm. like oh my god stop you guys and i never thought like when they proposed that years ago like the state of the future is going to be us doing this i'm like no <laughs> I way <know. laughs> and i find myself doing it going yeah and then that's how the content gets around is usually word of mouth movie two or three times yeah. a week right? it's yeah, like, absolutely oh but like but it can, it's okay to open those doors now because i'm the same way i like mm-hmm. i was so hesitant to join Twitter and Instagram and even Snapchat, which I just joined like four days ago. <laughs> um, but like you have to, and and it's the way that 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 uh, She's creativity. She's about to get incorporated in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the way that people are expressing their creativity now, even right. through Vine. Like, I mean, there are Vine. There are people that have 
millions of followers on Vine oh doing six-second videos. Yes. This is it. And That's there's crazy. there's something special and creative about six like, seconds. And people are monetizing that. Yeah. Yes. Have bought homes and stuff. Like, like One of my favorites was the one the dude where it'd just be like people listen to old 90s music and he'd become, oh, yeah, and he'd become yeah, rolling by on yeah. roller skates in his underwear. <laughs> like every video would be like, oh, it's Pump Nor. And all of a sudden, this 90s R&B song and he would come through on his roller skate. And it's like the dumbest thing. Mm-hmm. But he's done like maybe like 12 or 15. And everybody is watching it, mm-hmm. and it's got so many hits. And mm-hmm. I'm like, who? Oh my god! If, if this had it happened in the '80s when I was like a <laughs> baby, <laughs> those, when my little camera stuff had been made, I would have been, I would have oh, yeah. been star back then. Yeah. <laughs> who would have thought? Exactly. Who would have thought? You know, a six-second little funny thing would become like people are watching it. We're right. m- not just one or two millions of people mm-hmm. watching these things. But I'm that's amazed. the key. You don't know what's going to be successful, right? Like. Even the web series you guys did, the um, sub the Sopranos, Sopranos. I just want to say suburbia. Sopranos. I've got to watch that. Yeah, you have to have a reason why you're doing it. Yeah. You guys are doing it. Let's just go have fun. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of waiting for them. Let's go perform. It's not how many hits can we get. That's the no, kids. I'm tired yeah. of waiting. If you go in there mm-hmm. trying to get you know your next viral show, and shit, yeah. you no. will not yeah. succeed. Yeah. That's you true. Know? And I not to get too existential or anything, but. There are just there's so many seconds in the day that go wasted where mm-hmm. you do nothing, and I think now people are realizing that and utilizing that in a mm-hmm. creative way, right. and I think that that's so cool, mm-hmm. you know. Which some I mean, sometimes Snapchat is just like I'm a filter of a cat, but <laughs> you know, and there's that, but that's entertaining to someone in the yes, world. True. So you might as well entertain however many people you can mm-hmm. in whatever way that you can, and mm-hmm. and it's all it's really therapeutic. I know for a lot of stuff with you know when David Bowie passed, when Prince mm-hmm. passing, and stuff. You know, going through social media and seeing really fun, funny videos that lift your spirits up, yeah. and people sharing well, stuff, does that yeah, and sure. laughing. Like, sure. what, like for example, people are putting like Vine loops of like Prince Shade, like oh, Prince's yeah. shadiest <laughs> moments. Yeah. So, in the oh. midst of you crying and boohooing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or you know, when David passed, I was thinking, oh my god, I'm thinking of the records I had, mm-hmm. the albums my mom had, and just looking at the albums, thinking about his movies and stuff. And people were just showing videos like when he was on MTV throwing shade at MTV for not mm-hmm. playing certain videos mm-hmm. or certain conversations. Or just fat. It was just it just lifted your spirits. Why did I go back all into a Ziggy Stardust? Oh my god, I know. Oh, yeah. like, this music is way ahead. Yes, of <laughs> you, you know, know or the man who fell from space. Yes. I mean, looking at the movies and thinking, you know, just and just little little five six second little things mm-hmm. of that. It was just. Being it's able to share with other people, it helps yeah, you to share, it. yeah, you know, just or silly things with people's cats or goat. Like I'm really into goat. Baby goat videos. Oh, I didn't know there was a market. Uh, there's for that. like, yeah, there's little goat where they see people, and 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 so finally yesterday I had to post up, you know, a little second thing, just saying basically like, you never see what happens to these baby goats when they grow up, like, cause you know goats are ugly when they grow up, they look like Satan. Oh, that's but you, sad. but you never, that's true. Like yeah. if you ever go to the farms and see them, like they're oh they're so cute, and then you Aww. see their mom and dad, and I'm like, oh my god, that's like the oh, weirdest they looking peak thing. At birth. So, yeah, and they're so cute, but you never see what happens. So I found like this cute little picture of like a satanic, you know, goat that looked like a, this is what they grow up into. That's why you never see the, the teenage <laughs> pictures of them. But we were just laughing and yeah. sharing these photos and stuff. And it's just the new beat, the new medium. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. And there's no sense that, you know, sitting around waiting Mm-mm. and letting your creativity yeah. just go to waste. Get that stuff out and there. That's, and that's the key to you being on this episode. So what's next for you? And we're going to start to wrap it up. What's next for you? Okay. Um, well, I'm going to be in an episode of Rush Hour, that new show oh, for CBS. Nice. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. And then I have this movie coming out called Gosnell. Uh, Gosnell? Uh, yeah. Uh, huh. cr- uh, based on Kermit Gosnell. 
Oh, you, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's dark. It's a dark film. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like yeah. that. Hopefully, it'll be coming out sometime this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was directed by Nick Searcy. So, okay. So, uh, yeah, um, it's exciting. That's what's happening. And then I'm doing a lot of writing, and mm-hmm. we're me and Chrissy are taking meetings and really? hoping to get our stuff done. Yeah, it's like we've written. We've actually. What's funny about all of this, you know putting it on your phones and getting it online in the mm-hmm. web series. It's like, we'll write a feature and they'll go, how can you make it into a web series? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how can you funny? make it into, yeah, yeah. How can you make it? Cause you know, people's attention spans too. You're never going to lose the fans that love to go and see movies. Right. That's never going right. to stop. Mm-hmm. But when you're not Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. and you can't get your stuff made every single day, you gotta, you gotta figure it out. And yep. so, you know, you start small. So we've been able to adapt some of our feature scripts into small series, and mm-hmm. so now we're just trying to see what we can do with it. Well, so let me know. That's yeah. our focus. Oh yeah! Oh my god! And also, because one of my favorite Thank things to, to to watch on like Twitter or on Facebook is like when people are in the middle of making. Like I love following independent filmmakers or mm-hmm. filmmakers who are, they're right in the middle of production mm-hmm. and they do little behind the scene oh, videos. Yeah. Oh yeah! Like it, you can get me to come watch your movie mm-hmm. just by saying, "Hey, here's some fun behind the scenes stuff." Like a lot of the horror stuff, they're really smart and doing that like hey mm-hmm. we're about to film the scene mm-hmm. and you see it and it keeps that movie on my radar yes. like there's been a couple films that I've been like checking out like horror films mainly because I was following people who was like hey we have this Kickstarter hey we're making our film it's independent mm-hmm. hey here's some behind the scenes oh look here's the scene we're looking we actually got this location and you're watching it as they're making the movie and it just makes you think oh my god I really want to see this movie when and it, it comes out feel part of it doesn't yeah it? Mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. like you're already you're a pre-fan you're a fan before it even comes out Did- so if you can do that, did do I it. tell you that? I don't know if I told you when I I, do, I produced this web series last year that we actually shot it more like a pilot, but we broke it mm. up. You know, right? We had some stars in it, and and um, it's called Faux Show. Okay, like F A U X. Oh, and we did a we had a separate camera crew shoot behind the scenes, and we called it Mofo. <laughs> but here's the funny thing we, So we sat in my office the other day Me and Scott uh-huh. And um, um, Aisha, one of the producers And we sat and watched all the Because they like edited like right. a 20 minute piece And I went, I think we might have a pilot I th- If we just do this and this and this and this That's great So now we're going to rework piece that together. We were just like, well, well this would be fun To just right. throw on, a, on, a, on, on YouTube or something We're like, wait a minute, this is its own little show yeah, because it's like it's, it's a show the, about a show. It's a right. show about a fake talk show. <laughs> yeah. But I like the stuff that goes on behind the talk show mm-hmm. stuff because that means that's some of the funniest it's stuff. It's actually funnier. Yeah, it's yeah. funnier. I hate to say it, but it is actually funnier. funnier. Yeah, it's yeah. actually funnier. And all the all the characters stay in character, mm-hmm. you know, or oh, they or they come fun. out. Right. And we and, and the camera actually it was one of the smartest things that we decided to do was a camera as its own character. Uh-huh. So the, you'll be talking and somebody else will walk up and it'll just go over oh, to you. Yes. And it'll check you out and it'll look I love. You would believe you in the camera. I love yeah. that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So oh. we'll be coming out with that soon. That's we'll great. See. Mm-hmm. But I think I can sell that. So yeah, we'll I'm see. sure you can. Well, well keep. I mean, keep putting that product out there. Get it on the on this. And like I said, if you when you're doing other projects in the future, like if you guys ever do like behind the scenes and just put it up because I'm telling you, we are eating that before mm-hmm. the product That's comes great. out. We're we just started looking. to do it with the with the documentary. If you uh, go on um, the New Dimensions. Um, Facebook page, mm-hmm. we we have a behind the scenes on it. It looks badass mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I directed this documentary. Oh, cool! Yeah, it looks nice. Cool. It looks cool. That's so, exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Serena. Th- oh, 
appreciate course. It. Thanks for having me. Watch her, watch her blow up. She's going to blow up become this she famous person. No, no, no. She's going to blow up. And we're we're going to be like, yeah, so can we have you come up. back out and talk about your new show? I'm like, I don't have time. I don't, um, I don't know. Talk to my publicist. So. I'll tell you right here, right now. You can text me and I'll be here. That's what's up. That's how I am. Yes. Where can people find you on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, whatever? You can find me on Twitter easily with my name, Serena Fialo, C-Y-R-I-N-A, Fialo. Um, on Instagram, I am Fifers, F-I-F-E-R-S 3000. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> um, and I just joined Snapchat. <laughs> so I'm on there and I'm C-Y-N-A-1-2. She may sound like she just joined the swim team. I, I just joined you. the swim team. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <And> now this. <laughs> I'm captain of the exactly. Instagram <laughs> yeah. team. I'm not, on, I'm not on Vine. Vine. Vine is like overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, all those places, all those places, you know, just mm-hmm. do the Google. And do of course, Google. we gotta we gotta check out the new show with yes. that looping yes. DJ. Please DJ check out Replay. Replay. It's Play. so fun. Oh it's my god! So Tell fun. them it's on what TV again? It's on Go ninety. Go ninety. So just download the app. Download the app. Super I'm easy. Do that right now. The Go first 90. the first two episodes are already up. Okay. Um, and a new episode will come out every Wednesday for like the next 10 weeks or so. Okay. Yeah. And that's what's up. Yeah. Lisa, where are you at? I'm downloading Go90 right now. Just downloading Go90. do that in a second. Just tell the bitches where you are. Well, you know, I'm always on Twitter, um, hidden between with hanging out with Geek Soul Brother or mm-hmm. Black Girl Nerds or Graveyard Shift Sisters or the 80s Night, all those fantastic Basically, people. Nine, 24 hours a day. This bitch 24 is hours a day. Whenever I, whenever I get some Wi-Fi <laughs> and I got some time. Or you can find me at Bitch Flicks where I write film reviews. I'm so behind on my Bitch Flicks art. I'm just so much has been going on. You on. on replay. Oh, I think I will. It's, it's yes. Feminist. It's so, yes. So, you know, if you check me out on Bitch Flicks, I always write film reviews with the uh, intersectional feminist bent. And um, you can also find me. Where else can you find me? Good Lord. Um, hey, you can find me at Wiscon uh, next yes, month. I will oh. be at the it's the feminist science fiction convention I go to every year. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you'll you are bopping around L.A. You know, <laughs> hey, it's almost summer, so you know what that means. Oh boy, it's yeah. going to be Hollywood Forever Cemetery movies oh, at the cemetery. Love that. Love that. So love it's been like that. a year or two since I've gone because okay. it's gotten so popular. It got so popular. I know. They I actually expanded and mod. They expanded. Oh, yeah. They expanded to like two days, and then once it got out, it's gotten too big. Mm-hmm. But has. I miss it. So I may have to start coming back up here to go to the cemetery <laughs> and yeah. um, hang out. That's what's up. Yeah. <clears throat> and I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. Don't be looking at me like that, girl. I see you, Serena. <laughs> She's staring at her brother like, what you got it's to say? It's your beautiful skin. I can't get over it. <laughs> the lemon Craig, water. Right? The lemon um, water. <laughs> um, you guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. Um, also, um, please go on iTunes. Give us a five star review. You too. Um, I will. Yes, it really I will. helps with the metrics. We're trying to get up mm-hmm. to like the top something. I'm gonna say the top ten. The top, you just said top something. I mean, you know, I'll take I'll <laughs> take aim the top hundred. Let's aim high. I'll take a top yeah. hundred. But damn it, I want the top ten. Shit. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Uh, big shout out to all the countries out there. You guys know who you are. Top five. Oh, we always have the same top five. They just move around a who little bit. Who are the bit. top five? Top five: Australia, Brazil. China, Japan, um, Italy, but I'm going too many now. That's what's up. Canada's number two. Canada's always number two. Did I say Australia yet? You did. Australia's always number three or five or something like that. 
Um, All you single guys out there. Thanks for oh, listening. Man. Exactly. Oh, man. So join in with us for 2016. So you guys know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, <laughs> we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. And we keep it what, everybody? 2016. 2016. Peace, y'all. Ciao. In the Rant Room, we say Let the beast about the cage That light about the dark Can you build the inferno From the itty bitty spark Coffee shop hustlers Rise with the cream A million of the writers Same Hollywood dream Your pen and paper All like bullets in the gun Write what you feel Say what you want In the red room We say what we say We do what we feel We gotta keep it real In the red room All about the crap So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Mm-hmm.